you love your dog. Is something bothering him or her and you can't figure out what it is? Maybe they seem slow or lethargic, and maybe they just don't have energy. Wouldn't you like your dog to be living their very best life? PetJoy offers a money-back guarantee on all of its products. If your dog won't eat it or you don't see the results you want, just let us know and we'll make it right. Totally risk-free. What do you have to lose? You can't buy PetJoy multivitamins in a store. The only way you can get them is through this unique radio offer. And if you call right now, learn how to get two bottles free with your order. Turn your dog's life around and make him or her a happy camper. Ain't that right, boy? He said call PetJoy right now. 800-846-2153. That's 800-846-2153. Ladies and gentlemen, live from the West Coast, it's time for Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Your inside look into combat sports. Ring Talk Live Worldwide is brought to you by the World Boxing Council, the WBC. That is just a fact of life. And now, the host of the longest-running fight show in radio and Internet history, Pedro Fernandez. Woo, it's going to be good. Damas y caballeros, bienvenidos, ladies and gentlemen. Emanating, coming at you from the multi-million dollar sports by the Hunt Studios. Check it. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide and WBC TV live on VTV. Often imitated but hardly duplicated. 37 make that 38 plus years now of knocking out all bums. Who am I? My name is Pedro Fernandez. I am your ever so modest host. I'm also a four-time Golden Glove boxing champion and an award-winning boxing writer. So supposedly... I know a little bit about boxing, but guess what? I've always found out the average fan knows a little bit more. So I will open up the toll-free one time at the top of the hour just for you. 1-800-878-7529. That's 1-800-878-7529. Of course, that's the in-studio line. You want to text us here in the studio. The studio text line, that number, 415-275-1613. That's 415-275-1613. Of course, Vitor Belfort, knocking out my buddy, my Olympic classmate. I'm talking about Evander Holyfield. Of course, in 1984, Olympic bronze medalist when I first met him back at the Olympic trials in 1984. Of course, he was just a humble guy from Georgia spouting Jesus this and Jesus that. And the bottom line, I should, should be happy for getting the stale pancakes I was getting. And I was bitching and moaning and this kind of good stuff. Bottom line is, Evander Holyfield got run over by a truck last week, and the truck was Vitor Belfort, and it shouldn't have happened because he's 58 years old, and guess what? Although they say he's been training in this net, he looked like he never boxed before in his entire life. I can go through all the flaws of Evander Holyfield. I don't have to, but I could. At the end of the day, he got his ass handed to him in like a minute and a half. At the end of the day, of course, Mike Tyson would have destroyed him. Mike Tyson would have went to jail, not for biting him, for killing him. You're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide and WBC TV. After the break, of course, we'll come to you live on Twitch.tv, the Sports Byline USA channel. But after the break, we bring in boxing's PhD, Mr. Common Sense of Health, Socrates Palmer. Next up on Ring Talk and WBC TV. She came near, she whispered in my ear. She seemed to know the reason why. She said, You are 
watch the news, be prepared to pay more taxes. Then if you owe back taxes or haven't filed in a few years, get ready. The IRS, the largest collection agency in the world, will be coming after you. With the power to collect taxes by any means they want to. Hey, they can freeze your bank account, your passport, even padlock your business. Oh, good times. Look, if the IRS claims you owe them 5000 or more in back taxes and they're coming after you, don't panic. Call my friends at Get a Tax Lawyer first. Their job is to negotiate with the IRS and save you money. They're experts at it. That's all they do. And you can trust them. In some cases, they have reduced a $50,000 tax bill to less than $1,000. If you owe the IRS $5,000 or more in back taxes, call now for a free consultation. Call 800-732-9635. 800-732-9635. That's 800-732-9635. My doctor prescribed me Viagra. It wasn't covered by my insurance, so it was costing me like $65 a pill. That's expensive. Over 20 million guys like us use Viagra. Over a certain age, we just need it. I found a way to pay less than $3 a pill and get virtually the same effect of the $65 pill. I heard an ad just like this on the radio called, and for $99, I got 40 generic versions of the $65 pill. Save yourself money and call right now and get over 40 pills for $99. There's no embarrassment here to use Viagra. If we're over 50, we need it, but not at high prices. Call now with your credit card and get the 40 pill special for just $99. 800-399-3691. That's 800-399-3691. Attention timeshare owners. This is an urgent consumer alert from the Timeshare Exit Hotline, a national company specializing in helping consumers legally get out of their expensive timeshare contracts. We're offering you a way to legally get rid of your timeshare. So if you're fed up with the maintenance fees that keep on coming and want to learn if you can terminate your timeshare legally and permanently, call today. Even if you've tried before and were unsuccessful in getting rid of your timeshare, call today and see if we can help. We offer a complete 100% unconditional client satisfaction guarantee. Make this completely free call and learn how we can help you legally put an end to your timeshare nightmare once and for all. You have nothing to lose, so call right now to qualify and receive a free consultation. 800-880-7167. 800-880-7167. That's 800-880-7167. Paid for by Airtime Media. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. You want to take a chance on that? The boys from Oakland, California, the mighty Tower of Power, bringing us back from the break. Don't forget, towerofpower.com is their website. Of course, immediately on the gang, hooking it up since the 1960s. Yes, they are old, and so am I. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Who am I? My name is Pedro Fernandez. I am your ever so Bubbly host this morning, of course, coming to you on Ring Talk Live Worldwide from the Sports Byline Studios, San Francisco, California, each and every Saturday and Sunday, 11 a.m. Pacific Time, live on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, Channel 217, of course, and like a thousand other internet platforms, including the Twitch.tv live broadcast, of course, Twitch.tv, Sports Byline USA, that's the channel. So we take it from the West Coast to the to the East Coast and bring in, of course, the Bronx Bomber himself, Boxing's PhD, Mr. Socrates Palmer. And how are you on this lovely afternoon, sir? I'm doing great, Pedro. How are you feeling? I'm doing I'm better than Evander Holyfield. 
<laughs> I think Avengers' ego was hurt more than he was physically, thank God. But um, that was a situation that was um, kind of cringe. If, if that's the that's the I trendy word. I would, look, I'm going to interrupt you right away because I'm not. I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't embarrass myself like that. I mean, he didn't show no boxing basics. Hector says to me, "Well, you know, the dude trains a lot. This and he's always in shape. Well, he says he's always in shape, but he wasn't in boxing shape because the jabs that he threw." The way he threw them, where, where the jab started from, like, below his chest or his breast, whatever you want to call it, okay? But it started below his chest, and then it came back even lower than that. So, obviously, the mechanics were, like, way, way, way off. They weren't even close to being right. And this Vitor Belfort guy, of course, he was going to destroy Oscar De La Hoya, and I think that's why Oscar got the went to the hospital because he got chicken spit and went to the hospital instead. But, anyway, <laughs> Vitor had the one combination, and he let it rip, and Holyfield fell into it, and that was all they wrote. Yeah, I mean that's. I mean it wasn't that much to analyze. How how, how long did it last? About ninety seconds. Something like that. Something like that. But at least well, you know when Mike Tyson yeah. went ninety one seconds or ninety three seconds, of course, he he made a believer out of Michael. No, no, he made a believer out of Michael Smith, uh, Michael Spinks in ninety one seconds, and he made a liar out of Carla Truth Williams in ninety three seconds. Okay, so <laughs> Mike knows what it's like to do the minute and a half type of thing. That minute and a half thing with Holyfield last night. Had Mike Tyson been in there, Evander Holyfield would have been carted out. He would have been like a pizza. Flat like mm. a pizza, a non-breathing pizza. Yeah, I mean, Evander. You know what? If the, I always try to look at the silver lining, at least Evander got to pay some bills. You know, he got a, a nice payday, and hopefully, he can make it stretch so he doesn't have to do that ever again. Well, on, on the bright side, they only did one hundred and sixty thousand homes on pay per view. <laughs> Am I laughing? Yeah, I'm laughing a little bit because they really, they were really pushing us. Of course, Oscar De La Hoya, he pulls out. Of course, he's a big money guy. He's going to get millions of dollars to do that. Donald Trump got a lot of money to do some some ringside commentary. Um, any commentary on Trump in the commentary? Uh, well, I mean, I guess the, the comment, the, the color commentary was worthy of, of the of the event. No. That's the okay, best that's, way I could probably put it. Okay, um, that's, that's a good way to put it. And let's talk about <laughs> let's talk about this change the subject. Get off of Vander Holyfield, old dudes and stuff. Let's talk about some young dudes now. These guys from Philly, Stephen Fulton and Jaron Ellis, Jaron Ennis. Um, Ennis, you and I, we've talked about Ennis before on the show. Ennis looks like he's really the real deal. Where's he headed next? Uh, I don't know if he has a, a date um, coming up, but uh, yeah, I think Ennis is a very interesting prospect you know um he's been matched very well he comes from a fighting family um his uh older brother fought and i think his sister was a fighter as well so it's in his dna and um like i said earlier he's been matched well he is probably one b if you if you really like virgil ortiz Mm -hmm. as as the best welterweight prospect in the game you know ennis is right there you know um only time will tell he's a with uh, Al Heyman and Showtime and PBC, and you know they really know how to how to bring along a prospect. But um, very little to not like about Mr. Ennis this far. Okay, little reports um, off the web this week that Thomas Hauser said that uh, Floyd Mayweather, although he paid one hundred twenty-six thousand dollars for that World Anti-Doping Association uh, drug testing for the Manny Pacquiao fight, that he was the one that was pushing. Uh, pushing the limit, the envelope per se, as far as PEDs were concerned, because Hauser said he was taking IVs before the fight. 
Now, I'm going to tell you like I like it is. I took IVs before the fight, and they helped me out psychologically. I don't know if they helped me physically, but they were putting v, vitamin B12s and electrolytes back on my system. And I would go down. I guess for my last three or four fights, I went down to the um, – to the doctor's office and got IVs the week the week that I was weighing in, getting my weight down, this and that. So I didn't think there was cheating. They never told me it was kind of cheating. And now Thomas House is trying to say that Mayweather was cheating by taking uh, these IVs and putting fluids back into his body. That seems like a little bit too extreme. I wouldn't call that PEDs, would you? It depends what's in the IV. <laughs> but, but I'm just trying I mean, to tell you, I've, but we're talking I've water been, and vitamin yeah. 12, saline and water, vitamin 12, extra That's, electrolytes. Yeah, I think that's. I think it's it's a stretch. I mean, it, I don't think Thomas Hauser is the biggest Floyd Mayweather fan. Um, I know he was really deeply entrenched with Pacquiao. You mm -hmm. know, when Pacquiao yeah. was had his great run. Um, I've been with fighters getting the, literally hours after weigh in, they get the IVs. And like you said, I think it's it's mentally. I was in Germany with middleweight contender Giovanni Lorenzo before he fought Felix Sturm, and. He told, you know, he would tell me like it just it made him feel like he took the longest nap ever, you know, and it was just a, you know, getting the, the all the fluids and, and everything that you lose, really starving yourself for the last three or four days like he was. So, yeah, I think that's a little bit of a stretch. Now, if you tell me that, you know, you had something in there that's not that you need a medical prescription, yeah. then, yeah. OK, you, you might be onto something. But I think it's a little bit of a stretch. Okay. Although, but, although, sorry to cut you off, okay. there was a story years back, uh, I believe it was uh, Gabriel Montoya, who had some proof that Floyd had popped dirty and it was swept under the rug. So oh, I fans could Google I it. That. I do remember that. Um, yeah. The uh, Back to the Holyfield thing real quick. It only did 160,000 buys on pay-per-view, so obviously they took a beating. I mean, even if they only paid Evander Holyfield 600 grand and Vitor Belfort got 400 grand, they're probably not going to make all their money back with 160,000 uh, pay-per-view buys. But yet that other thing, the Triller thing, they did good numbers this week, or at least they're claiming to have done good numbers. Did they? Um, well, Triller has their hands on a lot of stuff. I mean, this week they had... They're, they've been doing the uh, the hip hop bot, uh, battles. Mm -hmm. They have Fat Joe and uh, Ja Rule. Uh, then Who won that? Who just, won that? Uh, you know what? I, for the consensus, I, I, I see a lot of people leaning towards Ja Rule. You know, I mean, I'm a fan of both. You know, it was, it's it's at the end of the day, it's just like that mutual admiration society. You know, so it's like giving guys that have not been on the radio in a long time, kind of like reminding people, hey, they're still alive and. And they had it at the Garden, good atmosphere, the home of hip-hop. So mm -hmm. it was a win-win. Um, okay. And they also announced uh, Teofimo Lopez and Cambosis is coming to the Garden yeah. on the 4th. Right. Well, as long as, you don't, as long as you don't put Bruno Mars in the ring, we're cool. That's my pretty boy. You let that boy be pretty. Let him do his thing. Don't lay a glove on him. You hear me? My, my daughter loves Bruno Mars. Yes, don't lay, a, don't lay a glove, your daughter. Don't lay a glove on him, of course. <laughs> And that's what's, I'm getting cracks, and there's somebody in the studio laughing at me here because I've got this, uh, uh, I adore, actually, I, I, I'm enamored with, to an extent, with Bruno Mars. I think the fact that, you know, I saw Michael Jackson, I saw Luther Vandross, I saw, you name all the great singers, I saw, I saw Sinatra, um, I've seen a lot of these great singers. I don't think anybody's been able to put it all together like Bruno Mars has, and that includes Michael Jackson because, you know, Michael didn't play all those different instruments like he plays. Michael didn't write a whole lot. Michael wrote but didn't write a lot. Quincy Jones helped him out with a lot of the big hits. And Michael was a freak sexually as far as his liking boys. <laughs> liking boys and that kind of good stuff. I ain't got to worry about Bruno and boys. 
I think he's probably the most talented dude since Prince. Is that yeah. fair? Yeah. Yeah, that's you know him and Prince and Jackson, him and Prince and Michael Jackson are probably all up there around the same uh, levels. But the bottom line is, man, I am absolutely blown away by this guy on TV. And of course, Prince, I got to see when he was hot. The Purple Rain tours, I was a cop here in the city, and I got to go to every oh. single. I went to every single concert as a plainclothes policeman. It was pretty cool. That was pretty cool back in. That was a good. That was a good run. No doubt about that. Let's take a break right now. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, aka WBC TV. Of course, Vive TV is picking us up now. If you're part of the Vive TV crowd, I welcome you to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Where have you been? I've been here like 37, make that 30 plus years now, and I am the man. You think so? You don't think so? Tune after. Tune in after the break. We'll talk more. Ring Talk Live Worldwide and my stuttering ass, Pedro Fernandez. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. <laughs> Here's an important COVID-19 school system update for your local area. If you're concerned about your child's education, please pay close attention to this message. The current school systems were not set up for at-home learning. If you're worried that your child may not be getting the grades they need to get ahead, may be losing self-confidence, or you're worried about them getting into a good college because of their grades, help is available to you. Call Grade Potential Tutoring. They can help with in-home or online tutoring and help your child with any subject and every grade level, even for test prep. They're experts in the home tutoring and online tutoring field and confident they can help you and your child get better grades today. Call now for your free consultation. 800-693-8290-800-693-8290-800-693-8290-800-693-8290-That's 800-693-8290. Hey, listen up. Before the weather changes, get new windows in your home and save possibly hundreds on your energy bill. Call the Window Replacement Hotline right now and take advantage of their special savings event. Get your leaky, drafty windows replaced with energy-efficient, beautiful, virtually maintenance-free windows at this year's rock-bottom prices. Our prices are so low, we don't want to scare the competition. The only way to hear about our window savings is to call. Yes, you must call our special toll-free number for the best window replacement prices in town. Get your new windows, patio doors, and more from the Window Replacement Hotline. Get ready for the change in weather. Save on your energy bills. Call right now for tremendous prices on new windows and beautify your home. Call the Window Replacement Hotline now. 800-685-2080. 800-685-2080. That's 800-685-2080. Are you 60-plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low-Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60PLUS, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get 
get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118-800-493-6118-800-493-6118 That's 800-493-6118 Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. You name the game, but anything you start, I figure to finish Check it. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, 25 and a half minutes past hour, hour number one. Of course, we only go one hour on Saturday. Saturday, of course, the Saturday show comes to you at 11 a.m. Pacific time, 2 p.m. Eastern time, live on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, and a thousand other internet platforms. Of course, the Sunday show, two hours. We expect the second appearance, the return, of course, of the HBO Godfather, the retired HBO Godfather, Mr. Larry Merchant. We expect to have Larry back tomorrow if he's feeling up to snuff. Of course, the, uh, the laryngitis he went through when Larry... Hey, Sock, it was sort of rough. I mean, me losing my voice, I got such a big mouth, but Larry isn't, isn't a big mouth type of guy, but he expresses himself verbally often, and when he was silenced by, uh, by you know, by, by just a, basically a cold at the age of 90, it was a little alarming. I remember um, you sharing that with me, and uh, I'm glad uh, the legend pulled up, you know, he kicked out, you know, he kicked out, and he still you know, rocking and rolling. He's the best to ever have done it. And um, I'm really happy uh, to know that he's going to be back on the show uh, tomorrow, you said? I think so. I think it's tomorrow. He's, he was here two weeks ago, and we expect him to come back tomorrow. Um, awesome. Back to Tyson Fury. Let's talk about Tyson Fury has to pay Deontay Wilder $80 million if he doesn't take the fight. Is there that much money in a Joshua fight that he would skip fighting Wilder again and possibly forfeit $80 million? Is that much involved? Wow. Is it, I mean, I think it's definitely a bigger fight financially. I mean, it's the biggest fight in boxing, you know, Joshua and, and, and Fury. Um, but I, I can't see. Why, why would Fury sidestep that, you know? I mean, 80 million is 80 million, you know? And I think it would just be a very bad PR move, you know, especially after him pulling out of the fight, uh, which it's funny because I personally thought there was no need for a rematch. I mean, you obviously saw who was the better of the two. But then with Fury pulling out, and he still has this hanging over his head that he has never been a... uh, He's never made a title defense, if you look at Tyson Fury's history. So, you know, he's got got those questions to answer. Um, I can't see him forfeiting uh, an easy fight, because I do think that Wilder is an easy fight, much easier than Joshua. You know, I don't see that happening at all. Okay, Mitch Halperin was one of the big-time referees in Las Vegas. I'm bringing this up because there was like a, a slew of lo- a number of Las Vegas referees just went down as far as suicide was concerned. First it was first was Richard Green. Richard Green refereed the Duku Kim Ray Mancini fight in which Duku Kim lost his life, and he also refereed Ali and Holmes back in October of 1980. He committed suicide, I believe, in 2007. Um, and then, of course. We have Mitch Halperin. I take that back in nineteen in the nineties, and then we had Mitch Halperin. Of course, he was another guy that uh, refereed some of those Tyson fights. But I did his last fight on King Vision against Babis Mendoza for the uh, WBC one hundred eight pound title. I think that was at the uh, 
at the Paris Hotel. I think it was under, under the Evander Holyfield, John Ruiz undercard. I was doing that fight with the Colonel Bob Sheridan. But that was Mitch Halperin's last gig. And let me tell you something about Mitch Halperin. He, he ended up killing himself, allegedly. Him and his girlfriend had a fight over a gun, and she had blood all over. And I think she shot him, but he, they, ended up, they, ended up, they ended up calling it a suicide. But one night after he was involved in a Rafael Ruelas fight in which Ruelas' opponent had died, and I criticized Mitch yeah. for that. So one night, Mitch decides to give me a ride from Arizona Charlie's in Las Vegas back to my home at the Imperial Palace Hotel because I have my own suite there. So anyway, he's giving me, he gets me in the car. He locks the car doors, you know, the automatic car doors. And then he starts driving. And then he starts saying all kinds of freaky things to me like, man, you think I made a mistake? You think I tried to kill that kid? All kinds of weird stuff. And by the time I got out of the car at the Imperial Palace Hotel, what little hair I had was standing up on end like you would not believe. I didn't ever want to be around that dude ever again. Okay, so then when I saw him on the on the eighth of uh, on the twelfth of August two thousand, that last fight he did, he was weird that day. And three days later, he blew his head off. So anyway, something about Las Vegas referees not being able to handle the heat. And there's no mafia involved either of those guys. Talk about Richard Green or Mitch Alper, and just basically mentally inadequate. That was I remember very shocking because like you you mentioned, I mean Halpern was hot. He was getting all the big fights. He was a chosen boy. Um, yeah, he was a chosen yeah, Jewish. He was a chosen Jewish kid out of Las Vegas, and of course, were, I'm not trying to say there was a lot of Jewish guys in power in Vegas, but there were, um, <laughs> there are. And he was the he was the heir apparent to greatness as far as referees were concerned before Kenny Bayless and all those kind of guys. And he was the guy who was going to carry the mantle. Well, guess what? After Mills Lane, didn't happen that way. Of course, he ended up blowing his head off or allegedly blowing his head off. But at the end of the day, I mean, that car ride, he was on the freeway and doing all kinds of crazy stuff in Vegas with me. And I think he was seriously trying to scare me, uh, uh, Sock. And I, wa- and I was scared to an extent. You know what I'm saying? I couldn't wait to open the door. when the f- I mean, I couldn't wait to open the door. I thought about jumping out at one point at, at a traffic signal. That's how weird he was. You know, it's funny. There's certain things that you really feel powerless, um, and that's definitely one of them. When you are a passenger in a car <laughs> and someone is driving erratic, it really, like, gets you nervous and, and scared more than you thought you had, you know. Um, well, it's like an anxiety attack. You have no control over who's driving. Yeah. Yes. Yes. It's um, it's a scary feeling. I've been there and not cool at all. Um I remember when it happened, there was rumors that maybe it was mob-related, gambling mm-hmm. debts, but you're not buying that? Not at all. Absolutely not at all. Both guys, Richard Green, if, if Richard Green, he was like too dumb to be bought. Okay, he was just a <laughs> he was a dummy, man. I mean, that guy was like on, so low on the intellectual pole, it was unbelievable. But he was a nice guy and he was a competent referee. Mitch Halpert on the other side was a connected one, the chosen one, the Jewish boy that was going to take over Las Vegas boxing, Nevada boxing, the preeminent referee as far as the, the world's capital on boxing was concerned. And then, of course, he killed himself. And, of course, that, that upset a lot of people. Most, most importantly, me. Because I said to myself, I wanted to have a rematch with him as far as him driving me around and taunting me for 20 minutes in the car. I wanted to put him in the, in the passenger seat of my car. Let me drive around Las Vegas at high speeds. <laughs> Sorry, you never got that rematch. <laughs> hey, that he was dead before I knew it. Damn. Well, he brought that on yeah. himself. It's like that. Hey, here's what's up. I'm, real quick here. Um, I don't know what the, your, your, what the status is as far as vaccinated people are concerned over there, but all my partners... Um, that were unvaccinated now are having all kinds of health issues. A couple of them have been in the hospital. One of them is his body shut down on him. He's going to die. This is a matter of time. 
Um, so I encourage anybody out there. Uh, this guy's only 32 years old, too. I encourage anybody out there to please go get your vaccines. Wow. And 32 years old people, I mean, people are dying here in California. And, you know, not too many. It's like 1,500 people are still dying a day from this thing. And what cracks me up is that all the people listening to the show made a big deal about 9-11. Ooh, 9-11, 3,000 people died. Well, guess what? Every other day, we have a 9-11 in this country, and guess what? You're just looking the other way. You don't want to wear masks. You don't take vaccinations, this kind of stuff. And I want to mention one more thing, that I went into the Garden Club yesterday, which is a restaurant in South San Francisco, to get my salad. And I, the, uh, the lady there, her, her son is the one that's in, in bad shape as far as the COVID is concerned. But I talked with the greeter. And she's a Trump person, and she's really Republican, really anti-right-wing, uh, very pro-right-wing and all that kind of stuff. So she told me, she had to tell me, she goes, I got the vaccine. I said, why are you whispering it? She goes, because they gave me a lot of spit behind it. Everybody was giving me spit behind it. In other words, her cronies, her friends, her counterparts were giving her a bad time because she went and got vaccinated. Can you believe that? How ignorant are these people? I mean... But why? I mean, if she's a Trump supporter, I mean, Trump got it. So, you know, I mean, she's she's following suit with, you know, with what the former president did. So, I mean, the end of the day, people are going to do what they want to do, you know, and and definitely if you're someone that that's high risk, that high risk population, that comorbidity, comorbidities. Yeah, I'm sorry. (laughs) Definitely. You definitely should get the shot and and i advocate for that okay you know um but no one should be clowned for getting it or not getting it no but that but no wait, 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 time, time out time out the not getting it part this is what screwed things up for a friend of mine the not mm-hmm. getting it part was she showed she she another one showed up to an event where the people who were unvaccinated she ended up getting sick again you know what I'm saying? Not as mm. bad as you would before, but sick again. So for those of you that don't want to vaccinate, this and that, you're running the risk of getting other people sick. In fact, kids are dying now. Some lady, she isolated herself in, in South Carolina from her kid, and the kid was dead within 24 hours. And here's what's up, is that they're so anti-vaccine and so anti so anti-hospital, anti-doctor, that the kid was sick and showed a fever, and they didn't take the kid to the hospital, and the next morning the kid was dead. So that's how in denial these people are. Wow, that's reckless. Uh, that's that's wow. that's life. It's happening everywhere. Oh, it's it's okay. He's just got a cold, and then the kid's dead 12, 14 hours later because of the fact that people aren't taking this COVID stuff seriously. Now, speaking of uh, the lightweight champion, Mr. Tiafimo Lopez says that this might be his last fight at one thirty-five. We got a little upset about that. And thirty seconds left, shouldn't he fight either um, uh, Vasily Lomachenko in a rematch? I mean, or take on Javante uh, Davis? I mean, he could always fight Javante Davis at at junior welterweight because J- Davis fought just now at junior welterweight. Lomachenko, I think there's something personal there. Um, I don't think he wants to give Lomachenko the payday. Um, I don't know if it's also a way to stick it to Bob Arum. Um, I can't see him staying at, at 35 any longer. He's a big boy. Um, see, and, you, know, you, you and I are in total business. You and I are in totally disagreement on that because I think when you're champion, you got to stay there and defend your title and do your business with the guys. You clean out the division and you step up. Bottom line is, I appreciate your time. Say hello to the wife. Kiss the kid. We'll talk real soon. Of course, how's Sebastian doing? He's doing great. He's got two more teeth. <laughs> He's doing great. Thank All right, you, fantastic. Guys. Socrates Palmer, folks. Boxing's PhD only on Love Red you. Talk Peace. Live Worldwide Sunday, Saturdays. 
right here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. More of Ring Talk after the break. And pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. This report is brought to you by IBM. IBM, in collaboration with Adobe, is now providing no-cost online coursework and a digital badge credential for students. The program is designed to help prepare teens for successful academic and professional careers by teaching them basic design principles and creativity tools that are highly valued by today's employers. All coursework is provided through IBM's Skills Build for Students program. Justina Nixon, Vice President, Global Head of Corporate Social Responsibility, IBM. Students preparing for careers in any industry need to be comfortable with a range of technical and human-centered skills. Our intention here is to help inspire creativity and prepare students as they join the ranks of workplace professionals. For example, the program offers tutorials on Photoshop, Illustrator, and InDesign. It also provides a basic principles of design course to help learners recognize what good design looks like and get resources to help apply design principles to actual projects. These and many other courses can be found at skillsbuild.org students. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who've helped people that have been injured or wronged. If you've had a revision or removal surgery of a hernia mesh implant after 2008, pay close attention to this message. Hernia mesh manufacturers have recalled some of the mesh material that may have been used in your surgery due to high failure rate. The FDA has even blamed the recalled mesh material for some of the worst of the health issues reported by doctors and patients. If you've had two or more hernia surgeries for the same issue and you're having severe complications, call the legal helpline now. You could receive a free cash award and have your medical expenses covered. And there's no upfront cost to you. They only get paid if you win. So please call now. 800-817-2968-800-817-2968-800-817-2968. That's 800-817-2968. Hi, this is Marsha Hawkins. Join me this week on another edition of Elevating with Marsha. Of course, we're going to talk sports. We're going to talk about the opening week of the NFL, the hunt for the World Series with the wild card Major League Baseball playoffs, and we're going to talk how to save money with group health insurance. Join me, Marsha Hawkins, on Elevating with Marsha on Sirius XM 203-217 and on the app 967, the Sports Byline USA Radio Network. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez, brought to you by the WBC, the World Boxing Council, right here on Sports Byline. With so much uncertainty, uh, just play it safe. I mean, if, if you are vaccinated, still you have to be cautious and wear the mask. I mean, there's no hurry. Uh, we have lived a great life, and there's so many the happy moments ahead in everyone's future. Just uh, let this pass, be intelligent, get your vaccine, wear your mask, 
protect your family, protect your loved ones, your friends, and uh, we will together make it out. This is so unfair to have someone go through a process and then the guy next to you ignore it and then be buying to go to a hospital and die. Mm. So many beautiful, dear people uh, who did not have the option to have a vaccine passed away. Okay. So many people have suffered all over the world. We should all work together and if you have a different belief, then okay, but stay home. Don't go out and don't 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 be part of the continuation of a new wave. Now more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. El Presidente, Mauricio Suleiman of the World Boxing Council. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Check it your inside look into the world of boxing and MMA. Of course, main event Matt coming to us from St. Louis, Missouri says to me, um, will someone have to get seriously hurt in these old timer fights before it stopped? I don't know if somebody's going to get seriously hurt. I mean, you can see the referee jumped in last week, of course, a little early. Of course, that had been a regular fight. That fight had been stopped too soon. But seen it was Evander Holyfield and his senior citizen ass. I mean, put it this way. Evander looked like somebody took away the walker from him and gave him boxing gloves. In other words, he was in an old folks' home earlier in the day. They said, hey, Evander, we want you to come box. And they gave him a pair of boxing gloves. These are new to you. And he went to the gym or they went to the arena and he ended up fighting Vitor Belfort. I mean, that's what it looked like. He looked so unprepared for that. He who fails to plan is planning to fail. I think Evander Holyfield if you planned, I just don't think his body can live up to his expectations anymore. The fact he couldn't throw a jab, the fact he couldn't throw a jab, folks. I mean, the most basic of punches. He couldn't throw the most basic of punches. And he threw that left hook, and he ended up almost in the, he ended up almost in the first or the second row. So at the end of the day, hopefully— we never see Evander Holyfield ever in a boxing ring again, maybe with a microphone in his hand, but never as a participant. Now, switching gears, Mike Tice, of course, wanted to fight, wants to fight Evander Holyfield. He's licking his chops, of course, saying to himself, saying to himself man, I wish I could have had Holyfield before this. It didn't happen. Of course, Tyson had that fight with Roy Jones last year or the exhibition in which Mike looked good. Roy didn't look so good because Roy needed a bra for that fight, but Mike Tyson was in shape. Mike Tyson wants to do it a couple more times as far as fighting is concerned, but, you know, he... He smokes a lot of weed, and I got no knock on anybody smoking weed, believe me, present company included. But I'm just telling you, he smokes a lot of weed, and how he's ever going to get real serious about fighting at the age of 52, I just don't see it happening. Of course, another guy that was 52 years old, thought he was going to make a comeback, was Oscar De La Fishnets. Of course, Oscar De La Fishnets, the guy that we exposed to wearing all that girl's drag and that kind of good stuff, and the butt plugs, all that kind of crazy stuff. Remember, the girl's wigs, the makeup, the lipstick, all, you know, he was looking like, like a puta. That's what Oscar was looking like, a male puta, I kid you not. So anyway, Oscar did his thing, has supposedly cleaned up his act, but evidently, according to my lady sort lady friend here, that Oscar's no longer with Millie. Millie's, Millie evidently dumped him finally. Of course, I remember a few times when, when she found out that, uh, when Millie found out that she was the woman for Oscar, how did she find out? She found out by being on the Latin Grammys with him because his girlfriend, his fiance was at home. I can't remember what her name was, Miss Indiana or something like that. But she was at home and she got lit up on the Grammy, on the Grammys, the Latin Grammy. So Oscar De La Hoya is what he is. Of course, faking the COVID a couple of weeks ago, yeah, I think it was a big fake job, without a doubt, because you wouldn't be given television interviews if you had COVID. You just wouldn't be. I mean, the people that I know that had COVID going, <gasps> I mean, they're, they're barely breathing this. And then Oscar going, hey, you know, I'm a. no, no, Oscar's full of spit and spit with an H. Bottom line is, <clears throat> De La Hoya was going to get destroyed physically and he was going to get destroyed economically because there's no way that promotion could have made any money. Not in 160,000 pay-per-views. I don't care how much you charge for it. At the end of the day, it was a loser. Snoop Doggy Dog and all these guys. I guess they got a lot of money to write off as far as taxes are concerned and like that are concerned so they can afford to lose money. But at the end of the day, eventually, they're going to have to show some type of a profit. Speaking of profits, <clears throat> prophetic ones, 
Anderson Silva knocked out Anderson Silva. Of course, you got to give it to Anderson Silva. I mean, you just have to. I mean, the guy, he shows up, he fights, he trains hard. I mean, he's a bad little dude. He used to be the spider as far as MMA is concerned, of course. And last week, he took on Tito Ortiz. Now, Tito Ortiz, of course, the Huntington Beach bad boy, the guy that was a mayor pro tem for a while. We've had him on this show several times in the past over the years. Of course, he was married to Jenna Jameson. And I remember asking him one time, get this, you know, you got to have balls to ask somebody this. You do. What's it like to be married to a porn star? Jenna Jameson was his wife. So I asked him that. And he had a delayed response in this and that. He didn't really answer the question. But how do you do that? I mean, you know, you know. I mean, I understand your ex lady being married before. But when she's a porn star, how do you do that with kids and that kind of good stuff? What does mommy do for a living? She sucks. You know what? I mean, that, that was a little tough. Anyway, Tito Ortiz having his emotional issues, of course, not wanting to do the COVID thing, not wanting to wear a mask, being the one guy down there in the Huntington Beach, Huntington Beach um, uh, City Council when he became the mayor pro tem. He was collecting unemployment at the same time he was collecting a check from the city. So he sort of got caught up in that. But at the end of the day, he got he was snoring last week. I mean, <laughs> he was snoring. That's how, that's, how, that's how quick he got knocked out. So at the end of the day, more power to Anderson Silva knocking out um, my man. I mean, he used to be my man, Tito Ortiz. We've had Tito here in the studio. We've had Tito on the air several times. We did some TV with Tito up there in Sacramento a couple of years ago. Um, nice personality as far as being able to engage as far as the interview is concerned, but pretty weird, man. I mean, come on. I, I can go on to the weirdness in, but I'm not going to. Uh, boxing this weekend, September the 18th, John Jose Valenzuela and Dinero. Diener Berro, that's going to go down 7 o'clock p.m. Eastern Time, 4 o'clock on the West Coast. That's Fox Sports today. Coming to us from Bakersfield, California. Bakersfield's known for nothing but raisins and giving me my first traffic ticket. I was down there riding my motorcycle in a field, and these cops chased me down there. I kid you not. These, these highway patrolmen chased me all over the city. I was running. I was I admitted I was running. And they chased me. I thought I was slick and come out one side of a raisin field. They were waiting for me. I came out. I got a ticket. The first ticket I ever got in my life. I had to go back here and go to court in San Francisco. My mother slapped the spit out of me when I got home. Anyway, Jose Valenzuela and Dean Barrow is going to be on Fox Sports. Fox Sports got another fight coming up on the 19th. Malik Montgomery taking on Alim Jumenikoff. Put it to you like that. That's Fox Sports both nights, the 18th and the 19th, of course. Tomorrow night's going to be Sunday night, 10 p.m. Eastern time, 7 o'clock in the West. And tonight's going to be 7 o'clock in the East and 4 o'clock in the West. Fox Sports on both days brought to you by Al Heyman and his premier boxing championships, of course. And uh, September 25th, Anthony Joshua, the heavyweight champion, sort of, got the belts, but he's not really the guy. He's not the linear champion, without a doubt. Of course, the 2012 Olympic gold medalist who got destroyed by Anti Louise got destroyed by him. How do you get beat by a fat guy like that? Sort of like Michael Moore. Remember Michael Moore? Of course, a light heavyweight champion, undefeated as a light heavyweight. I think he went like 28-0 no, with 28 knockouts or something like that, a light heavyweight, but moved up and became the heavyweight champion of the world. And, of course, Michael was a little bit of a... Beyond a weird dude, Michael Moore was a beyond a weird dude. Okay, I remember one time when he's he was going to fight Holyfield. I went to him in the in the uh, in the locker room. I said to him, "So what do you think about Evander Holyfield?" He goes, "Who?" I said, "How are you going to fight right now?" He goes, "I'm fighting myself. I'm fighting the inner beings, the inner demons, and all this kind of stuff." And he goes into and we're doing this thing live on TV. I kid you not. He's talking about the live, the inner demons, that kind of stuff. Like, yeah, Michael, let it go. Anyway, Michael, without a doubt, the greatest light heavyweight of all time. But what is he known for? Get knocked out by an old man. George Foreman knocked him out. Come on, man. Got knocked out by an old man. At least I'm not known for being knocked out by an old man. Okay? And speaking of knocked out by an old man, Evander Holyfield got knocked out by a guy that wasn't that old, but he was old. That's got to be shameful. That's got to be shameful. I remember my last fight. I've, every fight I had, I finished on my feet. 
every 52 fights. I finished every fight on my feet. Okay. A couple of times it wasn't right, but a couple, but I finished all my fights on my feet. Okay, can't say the same for a lot of these guys, of course. And Vander Holyfield goes out the way he went out. Roberto Duran didn't go out that way. Duran had some fights. Of course, somebody said to me that after the Duran fight and Leonard in June of 1980, Duran went 31 and 15 after that as a professional. But for the most part, Roberto's appearances after Leonard, except for a few fights here and there, were like appearances per se. In other words, he would show up and he would be paid to fight this guy there and this guy there and this guy here and that kind of stuff. He was an attraction. In fact, guess what? I televised one of Roberto Duran's fights against Tony Martinez in, in Oklahoma City. I televised it all by myself, and I don't remember. I mean, Bert Sugar and me were there. Bert Sugar was, of course, the editor of Ring Magazine. He and I were doing the television together, and Bert was a drunk. On air, Bert was a drunk. Bert was the best guy to be around when he was drunk. When he was sober, he was a bit of a pass hole. Take off the pee, okay? But the bottom line was Bert and I are doing this TV, the Tommy Morris and Razor Ruddick fight. Of course, that's in Kansas City. So he tells me, I'm going to go do the pay-per-view with the other, uh, the other team just to do some commentary. I'll be right back in five minutes. So anyway, he left. He came back an hour and ten minutes later drunk as a skunk. So he sat down next to me. We did the Lennox Lewis, I mean the Lennox Lewis, the Razor Ruddick, Tommy Morris fight. Of course, that was Morrison's biggest win without a doubt. And of course, the referee, I thought, might have stopped that a little bit too quick there. Of course, that big left hook, I think, in the fifth round. But at the end of the day, Tommy Morrison, of course, died of AIDS. And I keep getting stuff each week that's trying to discount the fact that, I, that I've said this on the air. In fact, people are taking me to task about this. I mean, what do you want me to say? I mean, the autopsy says he died of AIDS-related complications, okay? And the, the, his, his wife, wife or his girlfriend or his fiance, whoever it is, they keep sending me all these derogatory uh, emails and this and that, saying that, you know, he didn't die from AIDS, he died from this, he died from that. Bottom line is he was fooling around with needles. I remember in 1995, the last time I saw him in person, he was on a bed in Kansas City Hotel. I think we were saying that, like the Hilton or something like that. We had suites. So I'm doing the TV, and Bert was with me, and we went upstairs to see Tommy Morrison in his room, and he was getting his eyes stitched up. And he had AIDS, or he had HIV already. There was no doubt about it. And they knew he had HIV. And the fact the people in the room were wearing gloves, or really, the doctors were being really careful. To say, and I didn't trip on it. I didn't trip on it because, you know, you mean, anytime there's blood involved, I'm from, I'm from San Francisco. Anytime there's blood involved, you know, you're careful, okay? So they were being extra careful because of the fact they knew he had HIV. And, of course, they didn't find out until a fight in Las Vegas a few years later. But in 1998, I believe, of course, he was diagnosed, came back, fought once, I believe, in Japan, fought somebody when he was HIV positive in Japan. Then he came back, but he died. I'll say that at the end of the day, he died from um age-related conditions, and that's all I can say about that. Um, Tyson Fury, the $80 million, I just got a text on that one. That's a bit of a farce. Looks like Deontay Wilder and um, and Tyson Fury will hook up a third time. Of course, that's going to go down after the uh, after the Oleg Usek-Anthony Josh fight, which is on the 25th. Of course, this is stated for the 9th of October, of course, at the MGM, you know, Fox Sports is going to carry this one. Fox Sports ESPN is going to carry this on pay-per-view as far as the Deontay Wilder-Tyson Fury fight October the 9th. But the 4th, this is going to be a good one. On the 4th, I don't know if they can do this on pay-per-view, but it's fight in-demand pay-per-view. Talk about Tiafimo Lopez and George Cambosos. Why would you have these guys fighting on a Monday? But then again, I guess there isn't a whole lot of TV days for now, but they're going to fit this into the Hulu Theater, which is the forum at the, uh, it used to be called the Felt Forum at Madison Square Garden. It's a little arena right next to Madison Square Garden where they show closed circuit fights and that kind of good stuff. In other words, when they show the big fights in the big arena and it sells out, they show it on closed circuit in the Felt Forum, which is now called um, the, Ho the Hulu Theater at Madison Square Garden. Bottom line is 
Tyson Fury, Deontay Wilder going to go down the ninth. Teofimo Lopez and George Cambosos, of course, both undefeated. Or has Cambosos lost one fight? I think he's undefeated. But, he, of course, he beat the kid from England. Outside of that, he's a nothing uh, of significance. Lopez looks hungry at 135. As far as him wanting to step up to 140, um... You know, the boxer's PhD is down with that, but I'm not. I think you've got to defend your title at 135. Just have to take care of business. There are other guys like Devin Haney. And, of course, there's the Devin Haney's the email champion. <clears throat> then we've got the champion in exile, Mr. Ryan Garcia, of course, king of the Instagram. My boy, the pretty boy, no doubt about that. This looks like he'll be announcing a comeback fight in the next four to six weeks. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Check it. You're inside looking to the world of boxing. Live on TV. Check it. WBC TV. My name is Pedro Fernandez. Often imitated, but hardly duplicated. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Do you need to sell your home? If you've sold a home before, you remember how stressful and expensive it was. Sold.com is here to help you sell your home for the most money and with the least amount of stress. There are new ways to sell your home that you've never heard of before. Did you know there are companies who will offer you cash for your home? Did you know you could trade in your home for a new one? Did you know there are realtors who will sell your home for a flat fee instead of an expensive commission? It's true. Sold.com services are free. So if you're looking to sell, make this free phone call right now and learn how your next home sale can be faster and easier than you ever thought possible. Pick up your cell phone and call right now. 800-449-1759. 800-449-1759. 800-449-1759. Again, that's 800-449-1759. Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845. 800-760-1845. 
800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. Ring Talk Live Worldwide is brought to you by the World Boxing Council, the WBC. The soul side of town, mighty Tower of Power, some of their new stuff. Check it out, towerpower.com. That's the title of one of their albums, CDs, drops, call it what you want. Bottom line is Tower of Power, rocking and rolling at towerofpower.com. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Check it, you're inside looking to the world of boxing. We will talk a little bit MMA. Of course, the USC is rocking and rolling. Anytime Dana White's making money, I'm sad. I just am. I mean, I don't like Dana White. Why do I say that? Because I think he's the biggest pimp in the history of combat sports. This is the way it is. I mean, you know, anytime that a fighter's only getting like 20% of the money, something's wrong. Maybe they're not even getting 20%. Maybe they're getting 10 to 15%. Anyway, bottom line is Dana White has a show tonight. Check him out if you're a UFC fan. It'll be on USC on ESPN. At the end of the day, of course, this is a big boxing weekend. Why is it a big boxing weekend? Because we're coming back tomorrow, the Sunday show, 11 a.m. Pacific time, 2 p.m. Eastern time. We'll come back with the retired HBO godfather, Larry Merchant. Coming back, of course, his second appearance after the laryngitis. Listen, when the Godfather lost his voice, you call him. He sounded like he really sounded like 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 you know like uh, uh, the guy from the Godfather. I mean, he just did. I mean, he sounded just like Marlon Brando. Anyway, of course, he's back. He's back strong. We'll talk boxing with him tomorrow, and I'll bring in Kenny Rainford, probably from the UK as well. Eddie Croft, of course, is in Germany preparing one of his uh, fighter, of course, for that fight with Caleb. Truax, of course, Caleb Truax and him are going to battle it out for a right to fight um, uh, Canelo Alvarez. Of course, that's going to take place in 2022, we believe. But the bottom line is Eddie Croft will try to get Eddie Croft in tomorrow night as tomorrow day as well. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking to the world of boxing, MMA. Some of the questions don't come in here as far as the the uh, the uh, web was concerned. No, Tommy Morrison had HIV. He just denied it. And, and I can understand why he denied it because he thought it was a gay disease and this and that. And he probably either got it from those needles, shooting up those steroids, or from all them girls he was banging because he was like, he was a whore as far as girls were concerned. They just Everybody knew it. I mean, he just was. I mean, he was young. He was white. He was bright. He was undefeated for a long time. He was a heavyweight star as far as the amateurs were concerned. He had an accomplished amateur record. At the end of the day, he was a pretty boy that, of course, made the movies, did Rocky V, and played Rocky V, Tommy Gunn, against Sylvester Stallone and Rocky Balboa. But at the end of the day, he did die from HIV complications, no matter what you want to hear. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking to the world of boxing. And I want to thank my in-studio guest, Miss Annette Vega, the most beautiful one in the entire world. She is here today. I want to thank her for her time and her presence. Of course, the executive producer, the one, the only, the incomparable, Scott Cuddy, who celebrated a birthday this week. So we don't know what birthday it is, but he says it's something like 42. I don't believe him, but the bottom line is he's been here with me since 2006, folks. I love him. At the end of the day, I'm a lucky and fortunate guy surrounded by great people. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside look in the world of boxing, MMA. Lenny Williams in the break. Don't forget Sunday, 11 a.m. Pacific time, 2 p.m. Eastern time, live on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, Channel 217, and Twitch TV. Be there. <laughs> 